I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the We Awakening podcast. Beneath the global crises we are facing, something truly extraordinary is happening on Earth. Planetary consciousness is shifting as humankind sheds its belief in separateness and awakens to the truth of interexistence. In this podcast, we explore this awakening into unitive consciousness that will give rise to a new world, and we celebrate the luminous web that connects us all. Hello, beautiful souls. It's been a while since I've uh, recorded a message, a podcast message, and that largely has been because I've been very involved in some work around climate restoration. And I've talked about that before. I've done a couple of podcasts on climate restoration and done an interview with uh, Peter Fikowski, who's written a book called Climate Restoration, The Only Future That Will Sustain the Human Race. And I was recently at a national forum on on faith and climate. And there, there was a, a speaker, an African-American man who is talking about how he often hears from people when he's talking to them, why, why more environmentalists don't look like him. In other words, why are they not black? Why are there not more black people who are environmentalists? And what he said is that a lot of people of color will ask him, why are you trying to save hell? And those words just really landed with me because the world that a lot of people of color live in and live with day to day is hell. And why would we want to save that? Why would we want to save a world that people experience as hell? And so he was talking about when we're saving the atmosphere, let us save the atmosphere, by which he was talking about, you know, the social atmosphere, the cultural atmosphere, the atmosphere in which people are living and often are not able to breathe, metaphorically as well as literally. So, you know, I've talked before about climate restoration. I really do see this um, as a moment for us humans to take our part, to assume our role as partners with the earth and to do what we know that we can do now, which is to engage with natural processes to reverse climate change, to reverse global warming, and to bring down CO2 levels in the atmosphere so that future generations can thrive. And as I've spoken before, that that is only one piece of the puzzle. That's only one dimension of the world that we leave behind. And that the other dimension is the inner climate, our climate of consciousness, and how we see ourselves in relationship to the to the rest of nature of the web of life on this planet the way that we see ourselves the way that we see one another and that if we retain this this idea of our separateness uh, these ideas of supremacy and all of that even if we restore the atmospheric climate we are still leaving behind a planet in which many 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 people will suffer 
Now, as I was waking up this morning and, you know, all of this was lingering in my mind and I was just, and I don't even know now if this came from a dream, it might have, but just this clarity that our thought forms take shape in the manifested world as systems, as things that we create. So these thought forms take on physical dimensions. They, they find expression in the physical world. And then we look to the physical world to tell, to tell us what is real. And what we see just reinforces those thought forms. And so unless we address the thought forms, unless we address the level of consciousness that is bringing forth these situations and these systems that cause suffering, we're not going to get anywhere. And we can look in this country, we can look at the legacy of, um, of slavery having been an expression of a thought form, a thought form of certainly, obviously, of separateness a thought form of superiority, a thought form of, of supremacy. And all of that found expression in the institution of slavery. And yet, after the Civil War and slavery was abolished, that thought form was not abolished, and it found other ways of expressing itself in Jim Crow laws, and then now in mass incarceration. So we see that these thought forms continue to manifest themselves, even though we may try to address the, the systems and the structures, if we don't address what lies beneath them, they will simply find other ways of, of manifesting, of being expressed. And I bring up all of this because I think when we look at the world today and we look at all the challenges that we're facing, the warfare, the injustices, the, um, the climate catastrophe, and all of that, we can begin to discount the work that we do on the inner plane. We can begin to believe that the real work that needs to be done right now is in the outer world. But unless we address the inner plane, whatever we achieve in the outer world will simply morph into something else that, it, that expresses those same beliefs. So I want to just emphasize for all of us that the work that we do, the inner work that we do, is essential because what we are doing is we are addressing these issues at their origins we are addressing them at the level of mind at the level of consciousness which is where they will be solved so i guess this is in a way sort of a pep talk and an encouragement to you to keep on doing what you're doing, to keep on unmasking in your own mind some of these thought forms that, that we see playing out, and to, to bring to them not the energy of judgment and shame, 
that we not feel shame, that we not feel guilt, that these thought forms are inside of us, that we find ourselves thinking and believing in ways that we know are simply illusory and inappropriate, but rather that we practice the kind of mindfulness that is based in compassion, that is based in love. And that truly is the only energy that is actually going to transform anything. It is the energy of love. It is the energy of compassion. So I just urge you to bring that to your inner work and to continue to do your inner work, knowing that you are addressing the ills that we see playing out in the world. You are addressing them at their origins. And because consciousness is one, when you are addressing this, you are having an effect on the whole. So I share that with you, and I again thank you for being on the planet, for uh, being this presence right now that is so needed, and for doing the inner work in addition to the outer work that only you can do. Many blessings. Mm-hmm.